0: Hello, this is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want. And I'm especially excited this afternoon to have a very special guest, Rob Renz of Signal Fire Media and State Farm Insurance. This is our 52nd episode, Rob. It's
1: your 52nd episode. <laughs> You've made it consistently, uh, an episode a week for one year. Wow. That's incredible. Because most people, if Pod Fade's a real thing. Yeah. And I think it was like seven or eight episodes. Most people give up after doing eight. Um, and I know a running theme through your show is how intentional you are, how intentional you've been. And this is no exception, dude. To do 52 episodes, one a week for a year is a is a good achievement, a major achievement.
0: Well, you got me started. We we started recording these episodes, I think, about March of last year. I was, just, mm-hmm. I was getting ready to go down to Ecuador on a mission trip, and I had just been a guest of your and Matt Mylot on um, Signal Fire Radio yep. probably in February. Yeah, it was February, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, had fun with that. And uh, my co author, Maria Spears, and I of the Mirror Book Project, we had talked about potentially doing a podcast together. She'd already started one with uh, her co host, um, Mary Catherine Wathan of Girl Water Your Grass, and then she wasn't going to be able to commit to it. So I just decided, well, I'm going to go do it yeah. and see what happens. And then she's been a guest of the show, I think, three times now once as her own, and once with um, Mary Catherine but um it's been incredibly
1: exciting it's been a real learning process for me yeah and you've gotten better and better you know i mean i guess you know i'm your guest today but i really want to turn that on, back on to you what has <laughs> what has your growth been in this type of media from the first time we did it over at the murchison building up until today cuz i i'll reserve my comments after you <laughs> yeah you probably you've
0: been able to observe and see that evolution and growth. You know, the one thing that comes to mind most apparent right now is just my voice mm-hmm. and uh, the intentionality around bringing a greater range of tonality yeah. and diversity in my speech and then just growing in confidence of doing this. And one thing I've learned to do is how to ask good questions yeah, and how to ask questions in a way that, Create and hold space for the guest to speak, mm-hmm. um, and so, sometimes there get to be real vulnerable moments. Yeah, like you know, the a level of sharing that someone is willing to enter that space with me, even though we're we're sitting here. There's a couple cameras rolling, and we're recording this, and getting them comfortable enough to feel safe to share something of significance from the from their heart, because we know.
1: That our listeners then are going to be impacted by that. Yeah, it. yeah, you know, and it's it's funny you mention that because Matt and I I think one of the, when we we've watched one of your first early episodes. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been with Allison and Jenna. Yeah, um, Curry. I mean, uh, y- people started crying. Yeah, it was like they were letting <laughs> this huge weight off. And Matt and I looked at each other and was like, "We're like thirty episodes in. And we've would never had anybody <laughs> shed a tear." Yeah. Um, you know, and that's and that's. A testament, I think, in you know, to tie it to business because I do want to talk about time podcasts to business success. Mm-hmm. Um, y- y- that that people immediately trust you enough in a way where they would share things about themselves that they wouldn't otherwise tell people mm-hmm. with cameras on, knowing that this is going to go out on social media. Yeah, you know that's number one, and then point number two from what you just said is you are the one. As I was doing, you know, the rise of Rob, as one of my friends put it, <laughs> um, all my social media videos and whatnot. You were the one who told me about the way that communication is broken up. The percentage of yeah, what's received, yeah. right? Seven percent is the words. Forty-five yeah. percent. Uh, no, no. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight percent is tonality, and then the other fifty-five percent is body language, right? Yeah. And so I did a post on that, and then I just like got into studying that. I think it was Dr. Nichols from UCLA is the yeah. one who did that study. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like I can't believe – it's one of those things you think you would instinctively know, Mm -hmm. right? That what I say, the words that I use isn't as important as how I say it or what I look like when I'm saying it. Yeah. You know, and and I've seen as multiple points – throughout the last year since you kind of put me on that that i was like i lose a lot when i send a text message to people Mm. i lose a ton when i send an email and we've gotten real hyper focused on digital communication Mm -hmm. you know and then also if you think about it from like a social media slash marketing standpoint um if people aren't watching you on video if they're not hearing you you're only going to get 7% of your message through potentially. Mm -hmm. So, you know, tying those two things together, and then I guess just another question I wanted to push back on you because I'm interested in this because you mentioned it, that you feel like your tonality and your body language has gotten better through this. How has that benefited you in your coaching business and your real estate business? Have you you connected those dots yet that you're like, man, I talk to my clients differently today than I did three years ago? And is that – do you feel like that's like better – you're getting more success out of it. I, I think I absolutely am, am more confident.
0: Um, so when, when I, you know, one of the things about our business, we we both have to, in in yours, in the insurance sales, and we probably should go back and talk a little setup about who we are and what yeah. we do, but. Yes, my confidence in making those calls and making those connections with people has grown. My effectiveness with coaching absolutely has grown, both in the practice of doing it more, you growing. I feel like I've grown in confidence. But yes, that awareness of how I'm communicating. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I think the skill of asking really good questions. Uh, Maria Spears, my co-author, you know... um, of the Mirror Book Project, she talks about this idea of curiosity. Mm -hmm. One of the root words of curiosity is to care, and it's an expression of love. And it used to frustrate me a little bit when we were first working together. I didn't always realize she's an internal processor, and she has to take time to reflect on things. So she'd buy a little bit of time by asking a question, but then I came to realize at times she really just didn't understand, and she wanted to know more know me more right. and better understand before responding. Right. So I, once I became aware of what was really behind that, it just completely changed the dynamic in the relationship. Yeah, It's like, oh, she wants to know more. She cares enough about me that she wants to better understand me. So yeah. it goes back to that communication of the words, the tonality, the body language, but it's like, The next level is even deeper. It's like, oh, it's gaining understanding. Mm -hmm. And that's what the mirror is all about. Yeah. So the mirror is this idea that I see myself through all the judgments and things that I make about another person I'm interacting with is really a reflection of me. Right. I'm projecting my stuff out into the world onto that other person. So as I gain greater awareness of who I am my self-image grows, my self-understanding grows, then I have more confidence and more capacity to better understand somebody else, because yeah. I'm not worrying about my stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm worrying about trying to create deeper understanding, deeper meaning, deeper connection with that person I have the gift of being present with, just right. like right now.
1: Right. And I can, I, you know, I can validate that for you, my perception of you, or my, my observation of you, I guess I should say in the... Eighteen or so months, maybe that we've known each other. Like you talked about your level of self confidence and your level of empathy um, and emotional intelligence. I I, it's it's also a byproduct of me knowing you better. Like Mm -hmm. we have a deeper relationship than we did eighteen months ago. But just Mm -hmm. you know, on the, the the surface, person, I see you know, dude, you you grab a room when you walk into it a lot of times and I don't I don't know if that I'm sure that's always been true about you in some capacity and maybe I just didn't recognize it when I first met you 18 or so months ago at the PCYP at Max Speed Shop yeah but like that guy that I met and the guy that I see walk into rooms now to me are like different dudes are completely different dudes. (laughs) now I would not have a thought of myself in that way really in the
0: past yeah and we should probably should go back a little bit to our past personal history so you and i first connected you had been pursuing me to try and Mm -hmm. get a meeting together i think because you were um you were thinking about these things with signal fire media and you're a veteran i'm an army veteran you're a marine corps veteran and i had a prior relationship so i was kind of Putting you off a little bit. Yeah, we really were joking the, about that.
1: It was the insurance. You know, it was yeah. insurance. Like I had gotten here and I think it was January, February of 2020. Yeah. And and I was like, okay, I need a network. Yeah. Because I'm going to starve over here on Insurance Agent Island if I don't go <laughs> make friends with real estate agents, mortgage loan officers, you know, um, people in the network, or people in the community that could help me grow a little bit faster. Yeah. So it started with that um yep. and you put me off several times <laughs> because you had a previous relationship yeah, and now no that word. I know you I understand it that much better is like you know you're really intentional to use to use maybe your favorite word intentional <laughs> about um not maybe maybe not who you let in that's not the right way to describe it but um if you have a professional relationship with somebody you're you're Uh, hellbound on keeping that. Very loyal. Very loyal. Yeah, Yeah. loyal is a good word for it. Loyal is an extremely good word for it. And I'm extremely patient and so it was (laughs) because I saw your loyalty and my patience Like kind of running at equal equal you know uh, speeds along the racetrack of life, and and so it was like okay cool you know Tim's not ready to move forward with the, that kind of relationship. Well, it was yet. funny
0: because we were at that Port City Young Professionals yeah. uh, meeting, and Jenna Curry, the co-founder of Port City Young Professionals, is now a member of my real estate team here at Title Realty Partners. But that was the first time you and I met in mm-hmm. person. Yep. and then I was a little embarrassed. I think. But then we got together one-on-one. Yeah, we, and we met Ted at coffee. Uh, Bespoke. Yeah. We, we spoke down in town, and uh, it immediately – the kinds of things we were talking about resonated with me. Mm-hmm. It's like you had so much enthusiasm and passion about some ideas that you had – Around, like, SignalFire
1: media and what that might look like. It, like. See, but that's what's interesting, Tim, is because I got to give some credit to you right now because I hadn't really put all the p- puzzle pieces together for SignalFire yet, mm-hmm. but you connected me with somebody. Do you remember who it was after we had coffee there at Bespoke? Hmm. Okay. No. Okay, All help, right. help Are me remember. Ready? Because you agreed to meet with me then because I was I had the Suiting Warriors, our first suit-up, right. coming That's up. That's right. And I invited you to be a part of it. Yeah. And, and so you had agreed to do that. And so we met for coffee, and, and I think what we originally clicked on was kind of like – the Veteran Network, yep. but also you were talking about writing the book, um, and and I have different ideas about media and marketing and mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. And I had probably been about seven or eight months into really like dialing in my personal brand on social media. right? So all these things were kind of coming together, but you connected me with Joe Catanacci from The Big Talker. Ah. I didn't know Joe. Before then, and yeah. you were like, hey, I've. You That's know, right. Joe does this thing on Friday. That's right. You right. wanted to promote the suit up. Yeah. Signal Fire doesn't get started if we don't have the relationship with Joe in the radio station that we did. Yeah. Because we initially launched Signal Fire Radio as a radio show because we mm. didn't have the equipment, we didn't have the engineers, we didn't have the producers. So I leveraged the State Farm Agency to start Signal Fire Radio. Mm. And then the more and more we got into it, the better we got, the more we learned, the more we grew, we acquired some equipment, we acquired some people, hired the guy from the radio station that helped us get it started with TK. hmm um, um, and 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 couldn't do any of the things that we do without him. Especially in the beginning, he helped us. He helped us grow so much quicker. But but this doesn't happen if you don't <laughs> if you don't agree to that meeting and you don't make that connection with Joe. So well, that is, it's interesting. I'm
0: laughing because uh, th- this episode is going to come out in a few weeks. But yesterday, I posted on Facebook. A video, I I, sh- I shot a self-video from Shell, Ecuador. I was mm-hmm. on a mission trip, and I was re- referencing back to the time I was guest of your podcast with you and Matt Milot on Signal Fire Radio, and you guys wanted me on the show. One of the topics you wanted me on the show was talking about intentionality. Mm-hmm. And so that was a skill that I've learned that I have in connecting other people. I didn't realize until it was pointed out to me. One of those people that pointed out to me is my co-author, Maria yeah. Spears. And I was intentional about setting up a dinner with you and your wife, Jenna, and Maria and I, the four of us. I think that was probably January of 2021.
1: I think that's right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and there, there was kind of a funny story there. there. a funny story. <laughs> but, well, well, Maria probably brought that to your attention just to touch on this real quick. You are such a good connector of people, but you do it in such a unassuming way. Yeah. Um, You know, you, everybody knows the name dropper, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's met the name dropper. That's like, Oh, I know this person and I know that person and I should connect you with this. And I should, you don't do that. You know, you don't, you don't know people and use people's name as a way to somehow build up your own credibility. Mm. Um, And I think this is an important point to make for anybody that's trying to build a network or anybody that's trying to, to influence their way through people to help grow whatever growth looks like for you, whatever that mm-hmm. word means to you. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do it is so genuine and it's so authentic, and it comes from the position of I genuinely care about this person that I'm sitting with currently, mm-hmm. and I authentically and genuinely believe that if I connect this person with this person, then I can step out of the way and they can both un- uh, realize new growth yeah. from that relationship. And that's an important point to make, man, because mm-hmm. the way you do it is the right way to do it, mm. um, where other people don't. And that's why you have such, such, I think, success in doing that. And new relationships get formed and ideas and creativity and things mm-hmm. and just wonderful stuff happens. But you make those connection points. Well, thank you for yeah. uh, reminding me about Joe. I, I forgot about that. But
0: you're right. It's, um, and, and I talk a lot about that – The Intentionality and the power of relationships, and you know, just your and I's relationship has grown from first connecting, suiting warriors, veteran business collective, Mm -hmm. being a guest on your show, to you're now you started producing the initial, you were doing it yourself, yeah, you you getting with me and saying, Hey, here's an idea, talk about this subject. Yeah, we were filming those things and creating these initial episodes. And then it's grown. You're now—Signal Fire Media is co-located with our real estate firm, yep. Title Realty Partners and Cargo District. And then all these different synergies yeah. that have come about because of, like, you and I our relationship to Joe yeah. and then—
1: Well, and you mentioned, you mentioned dinner, too. And we got to—I got to, you know, draw attention to that marker in our relationship, too, as well, because because <laughs> uh, you alluded to it, so now I got to tell it. Um, uh. You know, Jen, would you describe me as a— um, as a person who who doesn't need preparation, you don't need it. You're ready to go. Okay. Whatever, whatever it is, you're ready to go. <laughs> I think that's one of my one of my super superpowers, and I, I do like that self about uh, that part about me is I do a ton of prep work. I study, I read, but I don't. I don't get consumed by feeling that I have to do that to step into a new situation. Like if you put me in the room, I'll figure it out. I'll find something to talk to somebody about. We'll connect on that point. And if we're not vibing, we're not vibing. (laughs) So, you know, like it's so, it's so so amazing because you do a ton of preparation and Uh, you prepare people for what to expect.
0: Yeah. if, If I feel like there's a need to it, um, And I, I, you know, to be completely candid and honest, part of that is um, maybe when I'm uncomfortable or um, I'm not sure how it's going to go to, I need to have more control about what, just like, you know, I have, I kind of generally have a flow and a plan for how I do the podcast and I kind of coach people up for how it's going to go so they're comfortable and ready. But that night, uh, it was more than that. Mm -hmm. It was like. When you and I first met, and then we did a couple events together, and then we, like, we, I remember we had that event over at Star McKinney's house after yeah. the Suiting Warriors event, and it was funny. I reached out Maria, and she couldn't be a part of that, but after I said, man, these are some amazing people. And it was just like when I was around you and Matt, and Chris McKinney, and all these different people. It's just like there's just this energy and this vibe. And I don't know how to describe it yeah. exactly. Yeah. But there's something there that's unique, that's different than I experience with other people. And I think that part of that is, you know, what the Veteran Business Collective is all about. Like but it is uniquely you yeah. and the other personalities too. But I was like, I want to get Maria together with this, because I down the road I envisioned, you know, I don't know what Rob's got going on, but I'm just imagining there's going to be some things that are going to come from this. And mm-hmm. I didn't know at that time what that would be. Right. But I stepped into it with some intentionality around, let's take this time that we're together, these four amazing people, and be fruitful from that. Yeah. And so
1: I... Teed up these, yeah. these well, and note that, cards yeah. questions that's what was so great about it just the two parallels between your style and my style is that like you know we had we had had probably six or seven good deep social interactions with yeah. each other by the time we had dinner yeah. and the night that we got dinner you had prepared note cards <laughs> with prepared questions <laughs> you know like it, almost like it was a board game you know and you were not going to let us get away from asking each other the questions on those on those note cards and it was funny because it was you know it was deep questions it's yeah. not like you know it's not like you oh, tell me you know the, the the typical like small talk that yeah. you can sometimes go through in forced social interactions you know and I'm not saying that was forced we all chose to do it but you know what i mean like yeah it's hard to talk to adults sometimes, and so you had these really thoughtful and meaningful questions, and 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 I was unprepared for that, and I was like, oh <laughs> man, I'm on the spot, and I don't really know how to start answering some of these things. Um, but you were it was so funny because you were like, no, we're sticking to the cards, and I kept trying to like we're <laughs> trying my to use your with humor, <laughs> trying to get <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, maybe if I throw this question at him <laughs> and we talk about it for seven minutes, he'll forget about the go- uh. the, the no cards, and then we'll be out of time. <laughs> But
0: well, it was interesting because I, I don't remember exactly what those questions were, but they, they were. I, frame, I think they they were frame one of them. They were fruitful in that it led to discussions around things about possibilities in the future. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what some of those things might be, but some of those things have now come about. Yeah, they have. Through our relationship. Yeah. So, you know, beyond that, then have helped you the real estate. You've helped me in a lot of in, ways. Uh, and you've helped me in so many ways. You've become a part of my networking organization. Yeah. That we, you know, we've helped by referring. But there's just all these different things. But the root of it, I think, is that when I value a connection I make with someone, just mm-hmm. like you talked about describing how that connection of between you and Joe, it's like, I don't know what it is about this guy. I was describing it to um, Jenna's mother, uh, Carrie, um, so I don't know what exactly it is about Rob, but he's got that it factor, <laughs> and I just energize when I'm with him. Yeah. It's like, I enjoy being in his company. It's just like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's like I feed off that energy, that vibe, that enthusiasm, the passion that you yeah. bring for everything that you do. It's like- I want to be more like that when I grow up.
1: <laughs> you know, and similarly, I I I want to be more like you when I grow up <laughs> because your steadfastness, your faithfulness, like the way that you kind of just I wouldn't say truck along um because you're you have a point and a purpose to everything that you do, but it's like, you know, for me, my my energy level is always whoop way up here mm-hmm. and I'll go 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 for a long time. And then I 'll run out of steam, <laughs> and then it's like I'm kind of like down here, you know for a little while, and it doesn't take me long to you know now Pick I recognize up. when burnout's coming, yeah. and so I can kind of get ahead of it and go, all right, I need to give a few things up i'm- st- I'm spread way too thin, like maybe I need to find another team member because I'm doing something too much over here that's taken mm-hmm. away, and it's just pulling away from what I do best, which is um I'm futuristic as one of yeah. my Clifton strengths, um, strategizer, and then, yeah. you know, connector, relater. Um, and, and that's what I like to do the most. And s- being around you kind of helps me, helps me sh- downshift a little bit mm. and just be like, okay, you know, I can throttle back some. Let's be more like Tim, <laughs> let's be steadfast and have the resolve. Yeah. In seeing those decisions, seeing that big vision that you painted, let's mm. see some of them through now. Mm. So uh, we got an equal counterbalance Well, I there. think that's
0: a great uh, segue into uh, tying back our discussion back to the theme of the mirror book, Reflect the Life You Want. And I think um, you reminded me back in December, we I host an annual gratitude gathering um, with – our networking organization, Coastal Mm -hmm. Connection, but really just to celebrate and honor people in our lives that we're especially grateful for. But I described you somewhere, somehow like you're great at casting this huge vision and then you get people on board with you to go create whatever that vision may be. And ahead of the show, I asked you of the Reflect Acrostic, which of the key chapters resonated with you most? And you said... Energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be. Mm -hmm. And you have incredible energy, but I also see you with incredible focus. Yeah. Sometimes it is maybe you're working to channel it, but it's like, wow, look at him go. Yeah. 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 So what is it about energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be that especially resonates with you?
1: Yeah, you know, I I've never really been into the self-actualization mm-hmm. thing that you hear like a lot of the self-help gurus mm-hmm. um do, but I do think that they're there's something um, you maybe unique about me, and I don't think I've always been this way. I think it's relatively, you know, learned in the last three to five years from my experiences. Is I think I can see things, I can see um, consequences or results uh, of of actions or decisions made down the road, mm-hmm. and and I feel like I I am at a point where I can see ahead of trends. I guess is how I might mm-hmm. describe it, you know. And it started in the insurance industry, and I was like, okay. Nobody is doing video content. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing podcasting. Nobody's branding themselves. And I had key people, Rich Cardona is the name that you mentioned, that, that came to me at the right time that kind mm-hmm. of challenged my assumptions. But I, th- I was thinking it. I just didn't know how to execute on it. Mm-hmm. And so when a person came into my life I, like Rich, I pulled the trigger on it because I saw where it was going. Mm-hmm. You know, And the company that I represent, um, I've shared this story elsewhere, tried to stop me from doing that. Hmm. multiple times they're like this isn't compliant this isn't in line with our brand and i said i'm sorry i'm gonna continue to do it you want to know something funny tim what's that two years later we get an email to all twenty thousand of us and says we are going to subsidize personal branding (laughs) video content creation and podcasting for our agents wow so i was two years ahead of that trend wow um and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm, I'm, say, I'm using this to describe and tell you why I energize your thoughts towards uh, that which you want to be is, is relevant to me. The mm-hmm. other thing is, is I saw more people wanting to do this for themselves, podcasts mm-hmm. for themselves, mm-hmm. as a way to uh, build a brand – uh, spread awareness about a cause or a mission uh, mm-hmm. to sell something whether mm-hmm. that 's you know t shirts like we do over at Signal fire or services for coaching or for you know um, handgun classes any of the any of the the customers and clients that we have with signal fire. I, could, I got the sense that more people were, were going to want to do this. Yeah. And I said, well, we got to build a studio for it then, <laughs> and we got to have people, and we got to have equipment, and let's make it fun yeah. for people to talk about themselves and market their business. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's another studio like this that exists in Wilmington. My assumption is that they are, and that they're doing networking and, and marketing their own way, but I think we're at the beginning of podcasting as a service in mm. this city. Yep. Um, and and potentially is this na- in this nation, you know? So, the, why that resonated with me that chapter from your book is because I sat there and I just envisioned it, or I mm-hmm. just thought about it. I formulated over it, and then I would see this picture in my mind of what that looked like, and then mm-hmm. I just decided to work towards it, mm-hmm. um, and find people, and take big risks, um, and and. Overcome challenges and obstacles, and oh crap, we're not going to, we got to find a way to get, you know, money in for payroll or this, that, with the trust and the faith and the belief mm-hmm. that we're ahead of a trend, but that it, if we keep doing it, we keep doing it the right way, it will come. Mm-hmm. You know, the if you build it, they it will, will come, feel yeah. the dreams thing. Yeah.
0: What's well, been interesting for me is both guests of your Signal Fire radio and now Signal Fire podcast. And of my show have become clients mm-hmm. of Signal Fire Media. Mm-hmm. So people have had that experience of being on the show and the benefit of getting their message out and yeah. having some fun in doing it yep. and seeing the power of the platform that they want to do more of it. So there's. Jody Fletcher, yeah. you know, they are now the Jody Morgan, the, that words, Jody morgan man, the they're they're,
1: they're gonna be if they can be consistent and stick with it the same way that you have, yeah. they have a l- so much potential because yeah. their dynamic is great, they're entertaining. Yeah. Um Lathe HR Laith, is a good Lisa example. Laith yep. and
0: Amy Conway uh were separately guests, but now the yep. the HR
1: Nightmares. Yeah, the HR HR. Nightmare, and they're funny and they got great guests and they look at things completely different, totally different perspective. Um, and, and yeah, it's, but Tim, I think it's because we saw something that. We weren't sure was going to be there. Yeah, you know, like like you know, you see all this stuff in the news about NFTs and Bitcoin, and and you know, people had to take a chance on that and say this is going to be here for the long term. Yeah, people had to do the exact same stuff with American Steel and infrastructure. You mm-hmm. know, when in the days that Rockefeller and Carnegie and J.P. Morgan and all these people were building America, Westinghouse mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So you take these risks on industries or ideas. Um, and hope that you're the early adopter of it. Mm-hmm. In that you know you're gonna you're gonna get your unfair share of the marketplace as more people come in that way. And and guests becoming clients is, I think, a kind of great way to validate that because yep. they're sitting here, they see it. So it's opportunity meets a prepared mind, and then mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, now we're doing business together.
0: Yeah, Natalie English, the Wilmington Chamber yep. of Chamber. Commerce. Yep. yep. So it's. And we were talking ahead of the show about, you know, how have I utilized that in business? And, and, and I think I think there's still a huge opportunity for me to be more effective with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll probably lean into you and Matt and Marissa to, to better understand how to do that more effectively. We've talked about even before we got going with the show, There's two, I think there's two books that you mentioned to me. I think one's blue ocean, yeah, blue ocean strategy, strategy and then and, uh, story, brand. story brand. Yep. Maybe you can touch upon that a little bit around how how does that relate to what you're doing with Signal Fire? Mm-hmm. How does that relate to this medium? You yes. touched you touched on a little bit earlier where I was like nobody in the insurance space was doing what you were doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell you when I when I when I had the aha moment was I had a prospect cu- call me, not a customer, prospect and say, "I don't want another one of your mail pieces." And I said Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, what, what what's going on? What happened? And I had sent a piece of direct mail to somebody and 16 other State Farm agents sent it. And sh- this person <laughs> received 17 letters that all said the exact, exact same, same thing, thing just with a different person's picture on it on the same day. And that's when I was like, man, I've got to – got to find my own mm-hmm. chunk of real estate. To differentiate own. yourself, yeah, and and I read the book Blue Ocean Strategy, and uh, I, I'm sorry I, I can't remember who wrote it right now. So hopefully we'll throw that in the in the comments or something so we can give credit where credits due. But essentially what it says is that like if you look at everything like a like an ocean, mm-hmm. um, and there's a bunch of people fishing on the dock, mm-hmm. you know. If if somebody's saying, "Hey, there's fish over here on the left side of the dock. Let's all go drop our lines there." Well, there's a bunch of lines in the water, and there might be a lot of fish, but your 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 chances are diminished of getting a fish on your hook. Right. Whereas maybe you just swim out a little bit farther than where everybody else is, or go to the other side of the dock, or go to the front of the dock, or go underneath it and cast from the shore. Um go where people aren't. Mm-hmm. And and the message is more to geared towards marketing and branding and uh, and and uh, reputation building and all that stuff. But it just got me thinking, and I was like, okay, social media is important. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world looks at their phone. Nobody opens their mailbox, but they look at their phone yeah. every single day. How do I get in front of more people there? Mm-hmm. And how do I do it in a way that works? Mm-hmm. You know, because I could post something stupid every day, nobody could look at it, and and I would get frustrated because there's no result from it. So you know i'd have i'd have an emotion about that and it was probably well i tried that once and it didn't work so from blue ocean strategy it led me to how can i tell an effective story Every time somebody sees me, and, and I'm going to share this book with you. It's called Story Brand. This one's written by Donald Miller, but it will ruin movies for you. If you read the book, it's going to ruin every movie. The hero. Yeah, exactly, because, because uh, basically what Donald Miller is saying is that um, every story has seven major components. There's a hero who uh, goes on a journey, who runs into conflict, who then meets a guide, who then gets put on a new path. Um, and and ultimately, I can't remember six and seven right now. Those are your first five. Um, oh, uh, gets on a, gets on a new path after they meet the guide, and then ends in victory or defeat. Right. Um, and and every good story. Has those seven components to it. So if you look at Star Wars, if you look at Indiana Jones, if you look at any movie that's ever been written and you're looking for those seven things, you go, that's the guide. Oh, that's the conflict. Oh, that's the new path. You know, you think Mm -hmm. about Luke meets Obi Wan Kenobi and Obi Wan puts him in the Millennial Falcon and all of a sudden they're going off to the Death Star and then there's the conflict of like, um, of, of the, 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 The philosophical conflict of good versus evil, but Mm. then also that conflict within Luke of like I'm coming into age and I don't know that I'm supposed to be the hero, but now I am and I'm thrust into this role. So (laughs) every story looks like that. So I read Blue Ocean and then I read Story Brand, and then I start to put my message together Mm -hmm. and I started to talk to people using storytelling methodology – to where they 're the hero of the story, because if you pay attention to social media, most people want to make it about them, yeah you know they 're out there trying to sell something they're out there trying to pitch something like mm-hmm. because that's that's instinctively what we feel like we need to do like i'm an right. insurance agent I got to sell insurance you're a real <laughs> estate agent you got to sell real estate right, but when you stop going hey i 'm going to be the best real estate agent um, Because, you know, I'm going to give you time and attention. I'm going to give you 25% of my commission back if you're a hero. You know, you stop telling them about those things and you start to switch it to where they're the hero in the story now. Mm. And they have a problem, but you're the guide who Mm. can put them on a new path and help achieve success. Mm. That's where you'll start to get more attention, more Mm. opportunity, which leads to better results for you. So this
0: platform with Signifier Media – With the podcast, the video snippets, and the marketing expertise now, you're helping other people to engage with their clients to um, help tell more stories Mm -hmm. and help to engage uh, and get more – help more people and hopefully uh, bring more – business to their business yeah. or, or success to the community or whatever it is that their message is yeah. trying to get out yeah that's
1: cool it is and but mm-hmm. also you know there's there's so many soft wins too and we talked about it one with you like mm-hmm. you being you having a podcast regardless of the commercial success of the podcast mm-hmm. has benefited you in other ways that does bring about more commercial success you're a better real estate agent now than you were two years ago you're you're I'm saying that confidently because you bought and sold houses for me, and it was (laughs) extremely complex, and despite your stone-cold demeanor of, this is going great, I could see what was happening (laughs) underneath, and I was like, Tim's got this. I know Tim's got—well, God's got this, and and God is using Tim to help us get this, but um, you're a better coach, you know, and so— can't always look at you know. Oh, I got a Joe Rogan contract from Spotify because that's not going to happen for most of us. Right. But there is benefit to just to just. This is kind of like self development in a lot of ways. It is, and it's um,
0: you know I, I've now with the real estate business. You know now being affiliated with EXP Realty, which is the fastest growing real estate firm in the world, and use this platform to have some guests that are. Related to that, which, you know, potentially, hopefully down the road will create some attraction mm-hmm. opportunities for other people to be affiliated with the XP business model. But yeah, it, it, it has expanded my thinking. So now it's like, okay, what do I do with all this? Right. And how do I energize my thoughts towards what do I want to be? Right. Uh, and how to be more successful? We were talking a little bit around how you know, you, leveraging this platform to help other people mm. with their businesses and then how that strengthens connection and maybe even potentially
1: some influence in the community. Yeah, yeah. Um so there's some intangible
0: benefits lot, to that. A
1: lot of it, yeah. There, there really is a lot. You know, and going to eXp, you gave him the plug. So, like, you look at – Darren Hardy was is the co-founder of eXp, right? Or No, he's... no, but the – the you know, a lot of the principles he talks about, he
0: started in real estate, yeah. but a lot of the principles he talks about... Uh, certainly apply in how we go about doing our business.
1: Yeah. Because I remember when I read The Compound Effect, yep. and this was before I knew about EXP, this is before I yep. knew you, I was like, this is a really, really fantastic book. Like, yes. um, And I think back to that regularly. And the basic, if you've never read it, you know, the basic gist of it is that, you know, you, if you're not a person who runs, you can't say, I'm going to run a marathon mm-hmm. and hope for any kind of success you, you want to get up to a marathon cool start by walking around your block right and then the next day walk around the next two blocks and then the third day speed that up to a jog and then the fourth day go a little bit faster and mm. then the fifth day go a little bit longer and it's these small incremental changes over time yep. build up to massive consequential change like life changing mm-hmm. um and and uh and so that's what those are, I think, the soft skills that, mm-hmm. that happen with this because you're talking more regularly and you want to do a good job with it. And then you're going to look back a year later on episode 52 and go, I was a different <laughs> guy then than I am today, and that's a perfect example of compound effects sort of happening in real time.
0: The, you know, the concepts of the compound effect by Darren Hardy are a big part of the Great Man's Legacy coursework of the Mann School and, and you know your partner, Signal Fire Media – Matt Mylott's been a part of that and mm-hmm. had the opportunity. And, and it was interesting to to watch—I've had him as a guest of the show, too, and talk a little bit about that. And it was interesting to watch him, and as you guys were thinking about doing more with the Signal Fire, it was, I was kind of watching him on a personal level, kind of mm. see him wrestle with where he was at, and then him take that leap of faith and go. Yeah. And it was such an encouragement to me— Uh, Helping, coaching and sharing these ideas and some of the principles of the compound effect just to watch him go and take that leap. Yeah. And have the faith to step out and now seeing him really start to thrive and flourish in something that he's good at naturally and having the success you guys are having growing this business. Yeah. That's been incredibly rewarding to see those kinds of principles applied not only for my own life. Yeah but see it in others as I share those ideas with people through coaching or sometimes it's a guest on the show. Um, Some of the best conversations I have aren't necessarily the ones that are broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had one with a guest um, recently where it's like I just took the time and just had this incredible conversation with this person because I just felt like they needed to hear something from me that I wanted to share. I got off one of these podcasts one time and – this guest, and I said to myself, "Man, this guy needs to be on my co authors show just mm-hmm. because the things he and I were talking about. He was guest of your show, also David Reeser, oh yeah, I was just like, uh, he'd be a perfect guest for uh, Maria's show, Girl Water of Your Grasp, just because of the kinds of things that he's talking about, yeah. and where his heart is to serve other people and love on other people and help people coming to it. It's like, so there is this opportunity. To apply these principles, not only what we're doing business-wise, yep. but just in helping other people. Yep.
1: And that's where the that's where the real paycheck is. Yes. You know, when your head hits the pillow at night, you can go, you can rest really easy knowing that you made an impact in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's just such a perfect, you know, like callback, Tim, to you being an excellent people connector. <laughs> you know, it's like. You saw David here. Maybe you guys met. I think I introduced you. He, we'd, You were in the office.
0: Met, we'd met uh, – actually, I think D- David Reister and I met the same day that Matt Mylatt and that I first met over okay. at the UNCW, the Center, Center for Innovation and yeah. Entrepreneurship. And he was speaking, and I think Matt, he was working at the time for the university, was there. And it, I, there was a couple other people I met for the first time that day that we would know that mm-hmm. we could talk about, and one of them – Another one of them's been guests on this show. Or two of them have been guests of this show. Yeah. And it's it is interesting how you make those connections and then do you capitalize on that relationship that you formed? Yeah. I mean, is it something that you look to and you seek to help the other person versus like you were talking about earlier, just name dropping? Yeah. Like, can I benefit this other person? Can I create value for this other person? You know, and if you do that well and you do it with the right heart, mm-hmm. coming from a place of authenticity that you truly want to help, yeah, indirectly there'll probably be something come back. Yeah. That's just how God's economy tends to work. Yeah. But if it's truly about helping the other person, just like, you know, connecting you to Joe Catanacci, the mm-hmm. big talker FM, has led to some yeah. other thing. I had no idea. Yeah. When I said yeah, get hey on the show, hey guys. Here, here, H- here's a connection not. email. Yeah, that who would what would come from that? But well, it was and like,
1: then, and that's but that's the whole point, isn't it, Tim? Is you just don't know, mm-hmm. and so you can you can th- if we have that knowledge mm-hmm. that we don't know what's going to happen, uh, we need to use that knowledge to do something mm-hmm. or to do nothing. Yep. If you do nothing, you're going to get nothing. Right? Who cares if you don't know what's <laughs> going to happen on the other end? If you feel something inside of you calling out to you to do that thing, listen mm-hmm. to that instinct and do that thing and then keep doing the next thing after that until mm-hmm. you run out of things to do, Yep. you know, because something, nothing, n- nothing happens from nothing, but something can happen on the inverse, so. I agree. Well,
0: I was just thinking about um, for you personally, you know, getting back to the reflect reflective life you want theme of the Mirror Book Project by co-author Maria Spears and I, and that's the title of this podcast. I always ask guests two things. Okay. One is, what are you working on, Rob, Mm -hmm.
1: Rens, to reflect more the life that you want to live? Mm. Mm. Um, I am... I'm committed to everything that I do. I really am. Mm -hmm. Um, But things take priority. Mm -hmm. And the last two years was uh, business, work, rob 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 Mm -hmm. um and i have i'm trying to i'm shifting that focus onto other people Mm. you matt's in charge of this company Mm -hmm. you know um i might have the most percentage on the operating agreement but matt is and i'm you know but i'm coaching and supporting and teaching matt because i understand media better than matt does Mm -hmm. but operationally like it's matt same at the state farm office there's you know now five different people there and i've i've through the help of Garrett Harrell and, gosh, his team-building program is amazing. Another guest of yours, another guest of ours, and a mm-hmm. great man in the network and the community um, have given people areas of functional leadership or functional um, responsibility and shared leadership. Mm-hmm. And my life has gotten better because of that. Yeah, And so that has freed me up. Because I, I – you know, for two, two and a half years, I had stress, anxiety, frustration, worry, fear mm-hmm. about the business. If I'm not there, what's happening? And I don't have that mm-hmm. nearly as much anymore, which allows me to do the one thing that I want to work on the most, which is to be a better husband to mm-hmm. Jenna and a better dad to Olivia and Madeline. I only work hard because I want to be – I want to be something of meaning to them. And and so what year three of this is here in Wilmington and, and doing this. What I'm working on now the most is dad and husband and and friend. You mm-hmm. know, to, to my to my network, mm-hmm. um, trusted advisor, if you will, to people. And that's what I'm really working on now.
0: Well, I think you're getting those priorities right in the yeah. spot where they need to be, um, and that's awesome. Cause you got a lovely wife and two great daughters. Oh man,
1: yeah, I, I got. <laughs> you hit the lottery. <laughs> I'm, man. Spoiled, uh, I'm spoiled, dude. I'm spoiled. I know. I'm blessed. I'm yeah. extremely, extremely blessed. Yeah. And I use that word when I say that word. I really mean it. Yeah. I am absolutely blessed. I have better than I deserve.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about a book. I'm going to get a copy of and share okay. with you the latest uh, in the Go Giver series. You know, Bob Burg, mm-hmm. co-author of the Go Giver book. Series with John David Mann. John David Mann and his wife had written a book called "The Go Giver Marriage." Okay, and talks about the five secrets of lasting love. So mm. I'll get you, a, you and Jen yeah, a copy that. Of that. You'll, you'll eat it up. The five secrets <laughs> of lasting love. <laughs> so, you've now had the life experience you've had. You know, you you you're you're in the Marine Corps. You've been a small business person. You've launched this couple other businesses now, your husband, father, you're in the midst of uh, remodeling a home Mm -hmm. and building a new homestead here Mm -hmm. in the Wilmington area, you know, and you've learned a lot, especially last probably two, three years, especially in business. If if you could like boil down one thing that if you could encourage others to reflect more of the life that
1: they want to live, what would be that one thing right now? Well, I, it's interesting that you call it reflect because I, I'm in a period where, I ha, where I'm, I've gotten to a point where it's important to look back, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a reflection is. It's mm-hmm. a look back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you do that, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for all the things that you got wrong or all the people who hurt you or all the misgivings of society and the world um, or or – Are you looking at the alternative, which is I was met with this challenge and obstacle, and I decided to do this, and I got this result, and that made me happy. Mm. And so then the next time I got a challenge or obstacle, I did this, I got a result, (laughs) and it didn't make me happy. So I tried something different, and then it did make me happy. So Mm. like – You know, the the one, the one, if you have to boil it down to one piece of advice in a 45 minute podcast that I would have with where I'm at sitting right now, and I'll probably say something different in five years or 10 years, (laughs) is that take time to stop. Engage the chill switch. God, I love saying that. And I'm so glad that (laughs) came to me in a moment of of inspiration. But chill out. Yeah. And that's why I like hanging out with you because it lowers my blood pressure, my pulse (laughs) a little bit. And look back at all the things that you accomplished. And Mm -hmm. there's no finer example of that to me than the real estate purchase that you helped us make. Mm. We wanted land. Mm -hmm. We wanted to be – In an area that was still close and convenient to my office and my kids' school in downtown Wilmington. And we searched and we searched and we searched and we found that one piece of property that Mm. is a ton of work. You and I both know it was a ton of work. Yeah, Paperwork and getting nine people to sign a deed and how are we (laughs) going to pay for this thing, like all this stuff. And then then the real work begins of getting out there, running tractors and remodeling homes and all that stuff. But you see the progress. And now that I'm more more – intentional mm-hmm. about looking back and seeing where it was in september when the first time we went out to that piece of property and mm-hmm. jen and i are like this is it this yeah. is it we gotta have this we gotta have this because mm-hmm. it checks all those you boxes. were energizing your thoughts exactly so man what you intended exactly to be? Yeah. yeah saw what it could look like yeah. and now we're working towards that yeah. so
0: yeah it is um it is cool and um you know, I'm, I'm going to relate back to something we teach a lot in the man school just for you but just for you know our listeners too is that you know we we often have these big dreams and these goals and uh, we set our sights on these things and we have to because mm. that's how we're driven is we've got to know what we're working towards but it's really about the journey of who are we becoming yeah and I think that's what I see the shift in you just even, even in your language today is that you're gaining greater perspective beyond what's been driving you in business. And I I think I remember you and I talking about this a few months ago. We were right in the middle of that real estate transit, which was very challenging. Um, And I saw a shift in you. And it was like... Okay, something's happened. He's gotten to where he's much calmer and has a different perspective about this. It helped me actually in the moment because mm-hmm. I was very, very stressed <laughs> for you guys. But it was like, one know, of those g- seven times we, we had a like,
1: really, this is going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And <laughs> we had a cool conversation, and it was just like, oh, okay. Jenna and Rob have peace about this because they're, they're relying on their faith. Yeah, yeah. God's got this. It's going to work out. Mm. And, um, it was reassuring to me. It's like you know they're absolutely right. This is going to work out one way or another, and it's hard for me sometimes to see when I'm in the moment yeah. of the challenge. that's right in front of me yeah. to have that faith and that steadfastness that you need to have. Yeah, and um, you guys got there. Help help me um, in the stress that I was in the midst of for you. Yeah, it's like i was worrying about it. I was like, ah, how's this going to happen. Yeah, but um, it's cool for me to see you make that change, make that shift, because you, Jenna, your daughters, Carrie, you're all important to me. Yeah. So we have a relationship that goes beyond business. Right. Goes beyond what we're doing in podcasting, stuff like that. It's like when you have people in your life that are of significance, you want them to have success. Yeah. And success doesn't necessarily mean just financial success. No. No. It's like joy, happiness. Right. Family and living out the dreams that you guys have. So for me, it's cool to watch you guys living that out. Yeah. And you becoming more effective as a business leader, more effective as a husband and a father because of the journey that you're on. Yeah. So that's been cool for me to see as your friend.
1: It's cool for me to experience. really is, man. It really, really is. And I'm trying. I'm trying. That's what I'm working on the hardest is going, okay, the, the fruits of your labor are starting to unfold right in front of you. And so take time, take inventory to recognize that. Yeah. There's still work to be done. <laughs> Race and run yet, but but yeah. you know, we're making we're making strides and we're making progress. Yeah.
0: Well, go back to that compound effect. It's yeah. Like little small incremental yep. wins every day or where the power is. Well if people want to learn more about Rob Wren State Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, insurance or signal fire media or they just want to connect with you and get to know you better like I have what do you recommend the best way to
1: people reach out and connect with you? G- get with me on LinkedIn. Because you're going to be talking directly to me. Everything else kind of has a gateway or a filter to yeah. it. Um, you know, f- yeah, Rob Renz on LinkedIn or follow Signal Fire Media on Instagram because we do edgy stuff on Instagram. Yeah, you we do. do. our fun stuff <laughs> over on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Got to let our hair down because like, yeah. it's anonymous. They, you never know. Matt, Marissa, Evan, me, four of us have uh, access to that account to post to it. So you never know who's, who's posting who's what. having. Yeah, fun yeah, with. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, we've been on a journey. Um, this, when this comes out, this will be episode number 52. Man, we, we gotta, we've made we it gotta a full we got to throw
1: a year. little party for it. Yeah,
0: yeah. we got to do something. Yeah. We'll have to go out and celebrate. have to prepare some more note cards yeah. for dinner <laughs> or
1: something. <laughs> We're past note cards. Just ask the question. Uh,
0: well, I'm especially grateful and uh, for you, one, your friendship, first and foremost i um, grateful for you've helped me in developing this platform, you know, Reflect the Life You Want podcast. Grateful you entrusted me to help you and Jen and your family and in, in the real estate side of things too. But um, just your trust and confidence that you've placed in me to and helped me to grow. So that is why I wanted you to have this 52nd I'm, I'm honored episode, to be episode with 52. me because uh, yeah. I, I
1: wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing without your help. It's a milestone, man, yeah. And like I said, I'll keep pushing it back on you because you, uh, everything that you just said that I've done for you, you've done it for me and probably tenfold in, in ways that we haven't even recognized, discovered, or understood yeah. yet, so – Well, I'm grateful that God brought you into my life. Me too, man. And I'm
0: grateful for everything we've got the opportunity to do together. Yep. Looking forward to uh, many more great things to come in the future. Me too, Ben. Me too. So thank you for coming in, Rob. And uh, I always say to my guests, go out and live a life of greatness. I love it. I love it. Thank you.